Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the highlight of your digital week is here. It's Morning Glories podcast. Podcast. The podcast, 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 podcast. We are pros at this now. Getting it done. Thank you oh, very much. Joe, do, 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 oh, do you're not supposed you're not to like even it. be here. Yeah, you don't like you're, it. You're in key at least now. Are, are we? you suggesting that we were key? We weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Front door key. That in the in the background <laughs> is our producer Clint, and the key is more likely to be the key to the back door as we get the boot out of the building. <laughs> and they change the honest. codes. That's fair enough. I'm yeah. hoping by the time you, dear listener, are listening to this podcast, all six of you, um, that my back and my neck might have actually solved the pro. Oh, there it goes again. Did you hear that? I did. I see. You keep saying, "Do I hear it?" Because you're connected to your ear bones. I know. You know? Yeah. It's like so. It's the louder in your head. Connected to my thighs. The balls of neck is connected to everything else. Your bald sack's connected to your (laughs) knackered neck. And that's the natural law. (laughs) Uh, Did you get a belt in the ball sack by a golf club? I didn't get a belt in the ball sack. No, No. I just, I I twisted myself something rotten on last Thursday, which might mean nothing because this, it could be 2030 when you're listening to this. This is true. This could be an archaeological artifact. (laughs) And you're in the ground somewhere. Then they'll they'll see the bones and go, you see, that's where he did that damage there. That's where that guy did that. (laughs) Anyway, can we get back on track here? Oh. Joe Elliott. What are we doing? Yeah, Godlike Genius Awards uh, handed out at the NME. Goats in, do funny things. Yes, yeah. Um, this all happened in 2018, by the way. February of 2018. Donald Trump is still president. Right. Morning Glory on Radio Nova. This is the Morning Glory podcast. podcast. Morning Glory on Radio Nova. Connor, they say it's inevitable. We all turn into our parents. And you know what? I feel like I'm turning into my dad eh, more and more every day. And I've started to kind of do things myself. So, for example, yes, I know you don't believe me because I cried off on our Paul Weller date. Yeah. Um, But I had somebody calling to the house last night to give me a hand with something with a a big, massive um, car carcher, car washer. Oh, cool. Yeah. With a, a mad attachment on it that I could send down my drains Yeesh. because we had a nasty, nasty situation yesterday where a couple of them started to bubble over. Yeah. Uh, nobody needs that. Here comes my toast again. Of a Monday afternoon. Nobody needs that. So uh, I called my friend and he said, yeah, listen, I'll be down about half past seven with the power hose and we'll put the old attachment on it. And this is one of the those The toilet things- attachment? No, 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 no. This is this is a brilliant piece of kit that he found in the middle aisle in Lidl. Right. Ages ago. Okay. But this also is probably part of my problem. This might mean, this is probably why I have to keep doing this every sort of six to seven months. Okay. You send it down the drains and it just gets, it clears everything off. Fires it all out. Yeah, it just pushes everything out into the main sewers uh, out in the road. Do you know Ooh, what I mean? Yeah, no, it's nasty. no, it's it's very nasty. I mean, it's one of those jobs where you are in absolute coveralls. Everything in the yard was covered in black plastic bags. Feeling a bit queasy because there's a bit of you know. Yeah. Anyway, so it's I, like an enema for your gaff. I did this last. It was, that, that's exactly what it is, man. Right. That's exactly what it was. It was like a colonoscopy for the gaff. Oh. Right. You know, everything going, sprays going. Ah, and, stop and, you it. Know, <laughs> but I could only do it at half seven last night when the power hose was available. Okay. Uh, so hence I didn't make it to Paul Weller mm-hmm. last night, and I also you know. But the thing was. The minute I felt the drain unclear, it just went, and I was like, "We're we're rocking, we're rock." Everything just went, 
Yeah. And it just felt like the most marvellous, marvellous moment. Did it, did it kind of make you feel like a man? Oh, it did. Like you've, you've done something. I've done something. I have cleared a pipe. Yeah. And now I've got to spray everything with disinfectant. Yeah. Get the old J's fluid out over everything. And I've got to burn these overalls yes. I'm wearing. <laughs> um, have you ever done anything where you've just got, where it seems so stupidly small, mm-hmm. but it's a brilliant moment? It's, it's one of those, yes, I'm a man. I've hung those shelves. Is that it? That's it. Do you hang shelves? Well, I don't know what you do with them. You staple them to the wall. Certainly, or... You certainly put up shelves. I don't it, know if you hang it them. Wasn't, it wasn't shelves. What was it? It was one of those things with doors. Like a bookcase, a book cabinet. What do you call it? Are you talking about an Ikea flat pack? Yeah, of course I am. Ah, no. Well, I'm not going that to... That doesn't whitt- count. I'm not going to whittle it from a piece of ash that I found in my back garden. Why not? Because I don't have a back garden. Right. And I don't know how to whittle. If a tree fell onto your balcony, would I, you be able to fashion something from it? I still... I may be able to fashion something, <laughs> but I wouldn't be able to whittle. <laughs> You'd have a tree house. <laughs> if a tree fell onto your That'd balcony. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Go with that. <laughs> Laura has called on double four zero four one hundred. You're not going to get into a big battle of the sexes thing now here, are you? No, I just took a slight offence to make you feel like a man. Not, not battle of the sexes, just makes you feel good. Right, when okay. You do something. That's so, now, I didn't say that, did no, I? No, you see, I was referring to you Marty. Did. No, did I, I? I did, sorry. This Con- I know we sound kind of similar, but Connor here, I said... <laughs> yes, this is Marty uh, speaking hello, now. <laughs> Connor here. Uh, I said, Marty, did it make you feel like a man? Because I was specifically referring to Marty in this Feeling instance. Feeling like a man, right. So I apologise, Laura, if you took offence to that. So- no, I just took slight offence because women are very capable of doing all that Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. To your right, do you do it? I do. Yes. What you you'll, you'll stick your hand down the old drains, would you? No. Well, I recently had an airlock in my uh, heating system, so I bled it and repressurized it. Brilliant. Fair play. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have a breeze how to do that, Laura. Me neither, actually. No. You see, my daddy had me as his little apprentice when I was growing up, so <laughs> I watched. Brilliant. And I learned. Yeah, see, my little girl is going to be exactly the same. I changed something in the shower the other day. I changed the the whole apparatus that holds the shower head the other day and Eleanor was standing there holding screwdrivers. When I told her mother this afterwards, she was like, oh, great, Great. a one-year-old with screwdrivers. I was like, she's learning. She's learning. (laughs) Now, Laura, feel free to uh, comment on his parenting skills if you want. (laughs) Doing it like a man. (laughs) I think she's going to grow up and she won't need a man about the house well, if she wants to have one about the house, that's different. Very it's good. It's all about choice, Laura. I like your style. There you go. Morning Glory on Radio Nova. Our man at the movies and also at TV shows caught up with the two boys, Jock and Connor from Young Offenders. Here's a taster. Jock is like a mentor to me when it comes to women and the best person to talk to when it comes to relationship advice. What happened to girlfriends like buying a bike in the shop? What's the point when you can steal a different one every day? The city's full of them. That's not right for you to say. You're good at stealing bikes. I'd be happy with just one nice, reliable bike. Yeah, but would you not like to ride a load of different bikes before deciding on the one that you want? I kind of already know the one I like. Alright, fair enough. Give me the make and model, I'll nick it for you. We are talking about girls, aren't we? <laughs> I thought we switched to bikes. <laughs> so Connor's the little fella, Jock's the big yeah, fella. They're from yeah. Cork, obviously. And that, the movie was very funny about the, the drugs bust down there a few Brilliant. years ago and that yeah. sort of thing. It, it's a bit strange because the TV series is the same story. Okay. As we found out when I sat down with the two stars of The Young Offenders, Alex and Chris, Connor and Jock. Yeah, all the same crew, all the same cast, and just a lot more, just plus more people. Because obviously a bigger budget. Awesome. Does that mean better catering and stuff as well when it's a TV show like this? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> Controversial. For the, for the film. We didn't have much budget, but all the budget went on the film. On the film, man. It was <laughs> so, so good. Like, you could see we put on weight through that film. Yeah. Like, really. And the underpants are a bit uh, yeah, fancier like, in the TV series, too. You think? I'm just glad I'm not in my underpants in the post. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a bit of a relief. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's for people that... There's probably not a lot of people who haven't seen the film, but this is not a prequel, not a sequel. It's kind of the story extended from the film. A simultanical. Oh, is that... No, it's not. That's someone told me about that word the other day. It's something that happens simultaneously. I don't know, but it's not that either. I just thought I wanted to give you a big word. We'll start there. a trend in it. Yeah. Hashtag. So it is It's the extended version of the movie. Yeah, it's kind of the movie never happened. It's an alternate universe. It sounds like it's not a sci fi. But, uh, <laughs> should watch it. Yeah. Well, it's definitely funnier because I guess extending the story for the first two episodes that I've seen, you can do a few more jokes. You can get a bit more deeper into yeah. the the pranks you guys pull and the yeah, mischief yeah, you yeah. get up to. Yeah. So there's a bit more of an extension, I guess. Yeah, and definitely the characters is just so much more to kind of. It's a lot nicer for the actor to be able to have that room to explore mm. the characters more and get to see the different sides of them and stuff because. It makes it more relatable as well to kind of see people in different scenarios and stuff, yeah. which is great. I think with the film, it was such a big journey for them to go down and steal the cocaine, and the stakes were so high. But now that the series is more about their day-to-day life, the yeah. stakes haven't dropped. They're, for them, they're still these teenagers, and their problems are as big as stealing cocaine in their own head. So as long as the stakes are still up there, they're just they're just really excited by their own adventures. It was nice. And Connor and Jock, uh, worldwide. Uh, phenomenon you think it will after the TV series as well I mean the film was a success around the world yeah. but mm. television will seem to open up more doors than one would think yeah, yeah. we'll see hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> I don't wanna, uh. yeah. are you worried about the, 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 the possibility of being too well known for these characters um, I, I feel like because we don't look much like them I don't think we'll ever be too well known but I don't yeah. know that's a a side Wait, so effect take it. it as it comes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we like doing it so much, and whenever it comes of it, comes yeah. of it, I suppose, we see. W- <laughs> would you be happy to put on the Young then. Offenders get up again? We're People thinking of doing a musical. Yeah. A musical? Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Current Jock can sing. No, can't no. be like you took that really seriously. <laughs> 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 I didn't take them as the singing type. Yeah, yeah. Rappers. It'll work, though. <laughs> Rappers, yeah. Anything could become a musical. Yeah, it's true. true. With that attitude. (laughs) (laughs) We search high. We search low. We travel to the four corners of the world and sometimes beyond to find Fact Up News. My Fact Up News is there's a golf course in Oregon in the United States that's offering you a very unique experience. Did you get out over the weekend, by the way? No, I didn't. No, not this weekend. It's cold today. I wouldn't bother today either. Nah. McVeigh's Gauntlet is going to be opening later this year and the resort is offering goats working as caddies. Caddy goat? It's brilliant. brilliant, isn't it? I love it. I love it too. Would they like keep the greens? the greens? Would though? they keep the greens nice and short while they're there? No, with their little hooves. <laughs> Do you be poking holes? Do you be constantly going around after them, repairing their pitch marks? The, the resort says that the goats will be wearing special backpack harnesses so that they can carry clubs, tees, and balls. I like the idea. Yeah. I don't know how easy it would be to train a goat to stop and go. What if the goat just legs it with your clubs? But isn't the caddy supposed to suggest a club and things like that? Isn't he supposed to go, yeah. oh, you, you know, use that uh, nine iron there or whatever? Nah. <laughs> what? Nah. What? What? Nah. Oh, God. What? Nah. One more time. Nah. <laughs> now you're just taking the mic. Nah. <laughs>
<laughs> what if you had a load of those fainting goats as well? Oh, they'd be useless. Yeah. You'd hit the ball. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Again. Clubs, balls oh, everywhere. Like 72 <laughs> times. And then those argon goats that do the argon oil. They'd be all, your clubs would be up a tree. They'd <laughs> be like, what the? Ah. This is the worst golf course in the worst world. Worst golf course ever. The greens are ruined. 1,500 quid where the clubs of a tree. One of them fell over there. They're now they're all stre- screaming at each other. with goats everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nine iron. I said nine iron. Okay, no, I got you now, yeah. Um, that's fecked up and it's in Oregon now. Uh, right. Morning Glory. On Radio Nova. Connor, let us come back to something we spoke about earlier in the week. Enemy big awards night and Liam Gallagher getting godlike genius award. I'm not sure I agreed with that. Well, who would you have given it to this year? Um, does it have to be somebody who's done something brilliant this year? Well, it has no, but it has to be somebody who has David been more. Well, what has he done this year? Well, he did the Life in Pompeii stuff. That's true. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That, that would have done it, right? Godlike genius. There you a, have it. a proper godlike genius. Mm-hmm. Somebody that you're in the room with and the hairs on the back of your neck go up. Yeah. And the the hair on your arm stands up and you're going, oh my God. I can't, all I can't. your hair, basically. Yeah, oh yeah, basically, yeah. Certainly all your hair. <laughs> that wouldn't take much. <laughs> um, but when you're sitting in a room and you're punching your mate in the leg, going, it's Dave Gilmore. Sting. What about Sting? Sting is a godlike genius. Would you say Sting is a godlike yes. genius? Did you... Feel your hair is standing on end when we no, were in the same room as Sting? No, no, okay, no. No, there was a slight electrical charge in that room, so my hair was on end. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I don't know. It it takes a lot to get the Godlike Genius Award. Um, I think you have to be extremely influential. Yeah. Here's one for you. Go on. Because I know both of these, you'd be interested in receiving the award. Page or plant? Oh. Oh, Zep. Page or plant? Page. Plant. Page. <laughs> Page, page, plant. Yeah, you see, I'd go, a, I'd go a plant. No, page. But what has Jimmy Page done recently? Brought all these great records to the new masses. Wow, he's remastered some stuff. Yep, brilliant. At least Robert Plant is still it's called out scraping there. the barrel. Exactly. He's very, he's got a very <laughs> yeah, good yep. scraper. Yeah, that's what he does. At, at least good. Robert Plant is out there yeah. doing his thing, writing new music and writing really good music. Okay, Morning Glory on Radio Nova. Def Leppard hitting the Three Arena stage Saturday, December first. Uh, tickets sixty five fifty. They're on sale now. Cheap Trick doing the support for that gig as well. That is going to be brilliant. Some night. Radio. Uh, Joe Elliott on the radio with us right now. Uh, probably having your breakfast. What? What are you having? Uh, a cup of tea. Lovely. When I'm done with you guys, then I'm back in the studio. Does hysteria seem like yesterday to you, or is it a faraway thing? No, nah, it's more like yesterday because he's, you know, he's just never died. The thing just keeps on going. It's, it's got a life and it's got an orbit of its own, and it just, it just never kind of went to sleep. So yeah, it's, it's just a constant like breathing or shaving or. <laughs> Drinking cups of tea. Right, but when, when you go, go back and revisit it, uh, do you ever kind of think, oh, Jesus, do you know what? I really wish I hadn't have used those lines or those lyrics here or changed that riff or blah, blah, blah. Or does it still all kind of go, no, this this all fits very well and all sits lovely? Well, in fairness, I haven't really heard the record very often since we put it out because I'm not the kind of guy that gets up in the morning has a good stretch and then listens to myself, you know. But um, <laughs> Unlike but us. I think, in hindsight, I've said often that... We may have put too many songs on it, you know, like we could have saved one or two for the next album. Right. Because we didn't need to do 12, but 
that's just a stupid thing to say in fairness because a everybody loves it the way it is mm. uh, or appears to at least and it was an era in 1986-87 when we were you know putting it together and releasing it and because you could put 80 minutes of music on a CD you weren't tied down to the length that vinyl handcuffed you at you know which is kind of 20 minutes per side this time round when you come to see us in the three arena it's a cheap trick Ricky Nelson was in here not so long well the last time they were in and did the Olympia he's a mad he is he's completely nuts I love him I love those guys <laughs> to death I was a fan as a kid I was a fan and uh, we've toured with them loads of times in in the States, like at least three, four times they've, they've been our special guests on many tours. Yeah. So, you know, we we were we wanted somebody special on this. We've always enjoyed the, the fact that it's like an event. I remember the first time I saw you two at Croke Park, they had like uh, the Pretenders and Lou Reed. Mm. You're like, well, this is going to be a good day. I'm going down early. The last couple of shows in Three Arena, have you been happy enough with those? Because I, I know people have been moaning at you. Oh, they have? What about? I remember you said to us, come on now, Belfast ran amok with you last night. Get into uh, it. Do you remember that? Hello, that's called theatre, darling. Oh, oh, is it now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, let's, I'll give you all my tricks away here. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, whenever you played the night before, if you want to get your crowd going, you just say, well, last night we were in Philadelphia and they made way more noise than that that's when you were in way. New York. And then they go nuts and they make more noise. <laughs> no, no, no. The last time we played here was the most people we've ever played in Dublin. I am very much looking forward to seeing you for the first time in, I'm going to say, 30 years. Where have you been, man? The last time I saw you was in St. Andrew's Football Hall in Blackrock, playing football with Dermot Morgan and Tony Ward. Every Tuesday and Friday night, they used to kick the crap out of me. There you go. <laughs> well, I was that little six-year-old standing up there waiting for my dad to stop kicking the crap out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so I am looking forward to seeing you 30 years later, Joe. Well, I won't be playing football up there. Last time I saw you, you were chatting through Fleetwood Mac to somebody beside you, and I was sitting behind you, and I wanted to kick you in the back. <laughs> yeah, I probably had too many drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe so. Morning Glory. On Radio Nova. Dear listener, thank you for listening to the Morning Glory podcast. See you next time. In whatever age, time, or place this is.